If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A torrent of rain wreaked havoc on Sonoma County starting Saturday night before easing Sunday evening. Now, the rainstorm pelting Northern California will help remedy the state's woeful water situation, but it won't be nearly nearly enough to end the epic California drought. Jeffrey Mount, he's a geologist and water expert at the Public Policy Institute of California. He said, quote, even with five inches of rain in Northern California, our deficits are immense. We're basically missing two years of precipitation in this basin it's not a drought buster which is sad news because we got eight inches of rain over the weekend well the main problem is that the drought uh, coupled with climate change has dried out the soils of northern california meaning that much of the rain and snow will simply disappear into the ground but if the current storm won't fix everything it will set the stage for later storms which will generate the runoff california desperately needs yeah the world series kicks off tonight and Amber, your Atlanta Braves are taking on the Houston Astros. How stoked are you to see the Braves against the Astros? I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, I have, I, I have a good feeling. I, I think we're going to take a World Series title this year. There are two teams in baseball I hate: the Dodgers and the cheating Astros. <laughs> the World Series is a best of seven, so the first team to four wins are the World Series champions. And a lot of people are betting. Uh, Houston Furniture uh, home store owner, his name is Mattress Mac, made a $3.3 million bet on the Astros. And if the Astros win, he wins $36 bucks. So Amber, I am with you. I am rooting for the Braves. World Series kicks off tonight, 5 p.m. in Houston on Fox. All right, go Braves. Well, Lady A. Raising plastic Is set to headline the star-studded Heroes and History Makers online event on Thursday, October 28th. Um, so the Elizabeth Dole Foundation organizes a celebration each year to honor the 5.5 uh, million military caregivers, the loved ones who voluntarily care for the wounded, ill, and injured service members and veterans at home in the United States. The event is free, but pre-registration is required to receive login information and the link to watch. You can visit hiddenheroes.org. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. A man named Robert O'Connor, he's from Elyria, Ohio. He has the world's largest Ghostbusters collection. You're seeing things running through your head. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Nice. All right, so he has over 1,220 pieces of Ghostbusters memorabilia. <laughs> wow. So much. And he told the Guinness Book of World Records, I started this collection for myself alone. I took something I love and built what I believe is a great collection. And now he's sharing it with us. He's sharing it with the world. And God bless him for doing it. It's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Tanner, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say that, you know, I collect a lot of vinyl records and a lot of people know that. So that's kind of the obvious answer for me. I would like a whole dungeon of them. But another thing I'm really into is books. And I like specific like release dates on books and stuff like that. And so I want like a big hardback book collection at some point. Um, Yeah. So that was the question I was going to ask, you know, if there's a large collection of something you would like to own. Um, So I guess you answered that for us that, uh, you know, Besides the record collection, you want to have like a library, yeah. for instance. 
Maybe. I want one of the... Uh, like the old-timey ones with the ladder or something? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, with the ladders and it surrounding every inch of the wall in a big room. That's my dream right there. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, right now, I have a collection of concert tickets. I wouldn't want to say... I don't want to say I want that to be like the largest collection in the history of time, because what on... God's green earth, what I do with that yeah. <laughs> mini concert who, who tickets. Who is that um, <laughs> cover band that you go and win? Zoso, yeah. People are like, who is Zoso? <laughs> like, she wins a lot. <laughs> but you know, a Ghostbusters collection would be pretty fantastic. Yeah. And speaking of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Afterlife will be exclusively in movie theaters this November. Get Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. <laughs> If you could have a beer with one celebrity, who would it be and why? Ain't nothing that a beer can So, Amber, you're going to love this. I know you really like, you know, rock music that's specifically from like the 90s, 80s, 70s, so on and so forth. Sure. Yeah. And what about Dave Grohl? Do you do you like Dave Grohl a lot? I love Dave Grohl. The Foo Fighters, Nirvana, you know, Foo Fighters. I picked up a book from Target last week, and it's called The Storyteller, and it's written by Dave Grohl. And like I said, from the Foo Fighters, Nirvana, he is just the coolest guy ever. You know, I only know a little bit about him, but he said in the book that he doesn't really do vocal warm-ups or anything like that. His warm-up is drinking three beers, taking three ibuprofen, and laughing with friends. And just I, have just relaxing beforehand. Just hanging out. And I was like, you know what? A guy like that, I want to be friends with. That's a guy that just goes with the flow, does what he wants, and he seems like a really awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I was watching an interview with him on the Kelly Clarkson show, and he was so funny, and he was just saying, like, one of his early songs, Learn to Fly, is just about him wanting to be a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> he I was love like, that. He was like, you know, music doesn't have to be that complicated. It could be as simple as that. And I was like, oh, I yeah. love that. Sometimes musicians will get a little too heady with stuff and be like, Learn to Fly will be about... Uh, birds and their feathers and how <laughs> it intertwines with my personal life. But Dave Grohl's like, yeah, I just wanted to fly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, let me know how the book is because I am I think I'm going to read it as well. You, you should. Know, I, I, I think he's a great guy, like you're saying. Um, but someone else that I would want to get a beer with, besides, you know, you convinced me Dave Grohl would probably be a good person. I think Mindy Kaling. I, yeah. I read her book, Is Everyone Hanging Out With Me, um, a couple of years ago, and she just is, she's so talented, she's so funny, and she's like down to earth, kind of like Dave Grohl. Yeah. And I, I would really love to meet her and really pick her brain over uh, a West Coast IPA or something. <laughs> Get Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Got an update on the tragic accident that happened on the set of Rust. Now, authorities have said they recovered loose and boxed ammunition while investigating a cinematographer. Helena Hutchins' death on the set of the Alec Baldwin film Rust. According to an inventory of seized items that was made public yesterday, these included two boxes of ammo, loose ammo and boxes, and a fanny pack with ammo. Now, officers found three revolvers and loose casings on set. Um, Investigating officers did not express or specify what kind of ammunition it was. Um, and whether or not it included live bullets, blank cartridges, dummies, or anything like that. 
even as more details emerge around this tragedy, it's still unclear what kind of projectile was fired in the incident when Alec Baldwin accidentally misfired a prop gun that fatally wounded Hutchins. Uh, the 42-year-old director of photography was rushed to the University of New Mexico Hospital in Albuquerque, where she was pronounced dead. Now, the fact that loose ammunition and casings were found on the set raises a lot of questions about the organization of the film's armory department, which I went over this week. But typically, ammunition is kept in a clearly labeled box. And now that we know all of these details that have merged about Assistant Director Dave Halls that he was fired from a 2019 indie film over a gun mishap. Um, and also, Dave Halls hasn't even commented on the incident, which I think personally is strange altogether. He just looks even more guilty as the days in the investigation go on. Now, Alec Ballin has released several statements expressing his regret and his condolences. And again, that makes Dave Halls look even more guilty to me. Now, Director Joel Souza said that to his knowledge, three people were handling the firearms on set. The armorer, Hannah Reed, assistant director, Dave Halls, and then Alec Ballin. Now, typically a gun is supposed to go through two rounds of checks, but Reed and Halls, before handing over the gun, said the cold the gun was a cold gun and not a hot gun. Now, Hutchins is survived by her husband and a nine-year-old son. So who do you think is at fault in this situation do you think the new details of you know the fanny pack full of ammo means that there was foul play call right now amber and tanner want to know what you think give them a call right now 636-1-HOP 636-1467 nobody has more sonoma county on the radio than froggy 92.9 what is something you should always have with you on a road trip on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again. I'm saying this because I'm planning my trip back home to Washington State for Thanksgiving, and I typically, you know, just hop on a plane. Uh, but here's the thing, a round trip, two and a half hour flight, is $837. That is the cheapest that I can possibly find right now. And That's yeah, I, like how much money I have in my bank account right now. I don't even have that <laughs> in my bank account right now. I l- literally cannot pay that. Yeah, it's impossible. And so I'm not doing it. I'm not jumping on a plane, which means I got to make the 12-hour drive both ways. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah, I'm going to be stuffed with turkey on my way back. Just And I've done the drive before. I had snacks, great music, but I feel like I wasn't the most safe because I didn't have a spare tire and jack. So I'm getting that, but what is something I should always have with me on a road trip to ensure my safety and just being happy on the road trip? Well, we're getting some great suggestions for you on our Facebook page, Tanner, like Daryl from Petaluma, who said, especially since you could run into some cold weather, make sure you have your battery checked or get a new one. Wendy from Santa Rosa said water, one gallon per person. Yeah, always got to have water on hand. Rick from Sebastopol says, have cash on hand. It's always nice to have, especially if your card stops working. And, you know, I'm going to have to agree with that one as well. I mean... You never know. I mean, yeah. your bank could flag it because you're traveling, and that's what they always that's do to me. That's happened to me before. <laughs> My bank is like, oh, you're out of Sonoma County? Blocked. <laughs> Amber, um, I know you've been on road trips before. Is there anything missing here that I need to add to my little to-do list before I head on the road? Personally, I think you need either Kleenex or a handkerchief or napkins or something like that. You could spill something, need to blow your nose, you could sneeze. Yeah. I, I always have a box of Kleenexes in my glove compartment. 
and I just think it's so necessary. And what if what if you stop at a restroom and they don't have toilet paper? You're a genius. I know. You are a dang genius. <laughs> Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Luke Bryan. One margarita, two margarita, three margarita shot. In a recent interview, he recalled his favorite couple's costume that he's done on Halloween. He said... Me and Caroline did one year where I dressed up as an old lady, (laughs) and she dressed up as, you know, she called herself Dirty Old Man. (laughs) I love that. So she went around acting like an old man, saying snide comments to everybody. That was a fun one. The main thing is Caroline is big on Halloween. She loves Halloween, always has. That's a great Luke Bryan impression. Yeah, I didn't have to change my voice that much. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are both from Georgia. I actually thought Luke Bryan was in here. I could feel his neck beard from here. Yeah, it's like I got a hairy face or something. (laughs) But, you know, it's funny that I read this recently because I've always wanted to do a couple's costume. But uh, my fiance refuses sometimes. What? What do you mean he refuses? He just doesn't dress up. He's also one of those people that refused to go to prom growing up. Um, And I've always wanted to do specifically... From Anchorman, Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Really? People know me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you should do? And this is an idea I just came up with. You should do like half Ron Burgundy and then half, sorry, I and half Veronica Corningstone. Sorry, it's been a really long time since I've seen Anchorman. <laughs> I guess I could. Yeah. It would be very difficult. Extremely I could, difficult. I could figure it out, I suppose. But Tanner, is there a couple's costume that you've always wanted to do? You've been dreaming about it. I have always wanted to do, and it's one of my favorite movies, Wayne's World. I've always wanted to do Wayne and Garth from Wayne's yeah, World. Yeah, why not? I've always wanted to do it. It just hasn't come up. Um... Maybe I can. Maybe you can do it this year. Maybe I can do it this year. Maybe I can write out and exit what I was planning on doing and do that <laughs> instead. <laughs> All right. What's a couple's costume you've always wanted to do or maybe have done? Share it with us. Give us a call 636 1467. Good personality with some good music, also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning. On Froggy 92.9, Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello. Hi, is this James? It's James. Who's calling? My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about your home, and a neighbor has complained um, about the amount of Amazon packages you have delivered to your home. I don't appreciate you laughing at me, sir. I understand you purchase a lot of things online, and my client is sick and tired of all the trucks and the traffic going on in your neighborhood and all the clutter that's on your doorstep. Wait, why is it of my neighbor's concern? I, I don't understand. It's your neighbor's concern because uh, they were actually late to work because of an Amazon truck, and additionally, uh, the the clutter on your doorstep is an, actually an HOA violation. I, I was unaware that there was uh, a cap on Amazon packages or deliveries that can be made. I, I, I don't even think that's a real thing. We've been monitoring the packages at your doorstep and it averages at seven per week, and that is just extremely excessive. You're monitoring my packages? 
Absolutely, what? sir. Because of that, we're going to limit you to one online purchase a week. And if you exceed that, we're going to take your packages directly from your doorstep and donate them to charity. Lawyer, and you're telling me that this is a legal thing you can do to me? Absolutely, sir. Just And uh, I think you might need to get some counseling for a shopping addiction. Whoa, whoa, whoa wait, not, wait, wait. You know, I, I was I was starting to, to think about what you were saying, but then when you start throwing personal insults, uh, I, I don't I don't think that's a professional thing for a lawyer to be doing. All right, don't well, ever speak to me like that again. Oh, I'll speak to you however I want, sir. It's obvious that you have a problem, and I have to deal with it because you don't have your crap together. No, no, we don't have a problem. My wife and I order from Amazon because. You know, that's what we do. Your online shopping habits is wreaking havoc on the neighborhood. So you are very selfish, sir. And you're caught, you're making that to be a problem? Absolutely. Like I, I'm causing problems in my neighborhood because I ordered from Amazon? You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I'll get a lawyer, too. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, man. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Thomas Rhett says that he has been planning Halloween for months. My wife started decorating for Halloween in the middle of June. My wife decorates way too early for every holiday, and Halloween is one of our favorite holidays besides Christmas. I've been planning for Halloween for a long time now, but there is one major thing that I have messed up on, and that is my Halloween costume. Why? I have no idea it has just been so much on my mind the past couple days. I don't know why I procrastinated on it. I don't know why I'm like this. Me either. (laughs) I mean, didn't you say you were going to do, I mean, Austin Powers or something? I was going to do Austin Powers, but now I can't find a costume. I was going to do stuff on Amazon. It's not going to get here in time. So right now I'm looking for a good last minute costume. Okay, well, earlier you mentioned Wayne's World, and I think that's going to be easy. I think you could DIY it. Yeah. I mean, you already have everything you need. Um, A black t-shirt. Got that. Holy jeans. Got that. Black Chuck Taylors. Got that. A black hat. Now I need it. I might have to go to the costume store. I really like the idea of doing Wayne's World just because I love that movie so much. And you could just duct tape Wayne's World on the black hat. That's almost better. (laughs) <laughs> if you think about it. I don't know. It, if that's you have almost, a black hat, just cover it. Yeah, why not? Uh, getting some great responses on Facebook for last-minute costumes. Like Marley from Santa Rosa said, Scarecrow, flannel shirt, some old jeans, hat, and face paint. That seems easy. Stephanie from Rotor Park says, skeleton shirt, you get glow-in-the-dark paint and make it glow. And Megan from Sebastopol said, when in doubt, be a zombie. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. Just put some ketchup on your face and tear up your shirt and yeah. look dead. I mean, a lot of my... <laughs> just which, look dead. Which, which I already do. I, so. I, yeah, I look dead all the time already. Uh, I'm mostly concerned because we are actually hosting a costume contest, and I can't show up to the costume contest without a dang costume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, luckily you're not competing. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, Amber, where's the costume contest happening? It's going to be at the old courthouse square in downtown Santa Rosa. It starts at 6 this Friday. Um, we're going to have a little red carpet out there for you to show your stuff, straight your stuff. Yeah, and then we are having a pumpkin carving contest at Third Street Aleworks, thanks to our friends at Punky's Pumpkin Patch. So if you want to go, we'd love to see you. Head to froggy929.com right now. A good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9.
The World Series Game 1 is tonight at 5.09 p.m. Very specific. The Atlanta Braves <laughs> take on the Houston Astros. Now, look, I'm so happy the Braves are in the World Series. You don't, you don't sound excited. The, I'm so excited. But here's the thing. I've been here before. I've been here before, Tanner. As a Georgia sports fan, I've been here so many times. My team, whether it be the Braves, the Falcons, the Georgia Bulldogs, they go all the way just to choke and lose it all. Do you, Every single time. Do you almost just expect it to happen now? Yeah. Do you, so I, do you even get excited about when you go to the World Series and stuff like that? It's really hard to get excited because I mean, the Braves have done it for years. I mean, mm-hmm. we won the World Series back in 1996, but... That was 25 been, years ago. It's been forever. So I've never really known how to prepare myself for the disappointment. I just like, you know, join in with everyone where you don't talk for days. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, it's just sports. Who cares? Why such a negative attitude? And that's because it's Georgia sports. And that's what we have to go through. <laughs> now, Tanner, you know, for example, Super Bowl 49, hate to bring it up. Uh, but the New England Patriots beat your Seattle Seahawks 28 to 24 in 2015. So how did you handle that disappointment? What advice do you have for me? I handle it the same way I handle any time my beloved Seattle Seahawks lose, which has been quite a bit lately. I have a tradition that whenever they lose, I chug a beer after the game. <laughs> That's probably not the healthiest way to Numb deal the with pain. it. Yeah, but I just go, well, they lost again. And I open a beer, chug it, and I try my best to move on after that. Does it always work? No, but sometimes you just got to feel that pain, feel that disappointment. So when you do win, (laughs) you appreciate it more. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, I've seen my fiance lock himself in a room for a day after the Falcons lost. So You're at least kidding. That- <laughs> he did that? <laughs> Pretty much. He didn't talk. Yeah. It was awful. Well, we're getting some great comments on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. People give me advice on how to deal with the disappointment if the Braves lose the World Series. Jason from Willett said, well, if you're a Falcons fan, you should be used to it. Hashtag Raider Nation. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch, Jason. Yeah, that's the whole point in this. Becky from Santa Rosa said, at least they made it and not the Dodgers. True that. And Jim from Santa Rosa said, whiskey. Oh, kind of like your beer. Uh Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we've got someone on the phone right now who's talking about sports disappointment. This is Annika and Laura. Uh, We're calling about our favorite sports team. What happens when they lose? Okay, let's hear it. Well, we're really disappointed with the 49ers because, unfortunately, they got so... What do you think, Annika? Yeah, they do lose a lot sometimes. Aww. Yeah. So what do you do when they lose? Like, how do you handle the disappointment? Well, most of the time, we just kind of cuss at the TV. (laughs) (laughs) That's one way to do it. Just take out your frustrations on the TV (laughs) and verbally assault that box. (laughs) Yes, that's mostly what we do. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. I'm just going to admit it right now. I'm a little bit of a hoarder. I hang on to things because I believe, hey, you never know when I'm going to need this. Where it all starts and the next thing you know, you're on TLC. Yeah, no kidding. I feel like I'm going (laughs) to be on TLC at least one point in my life. After, After time... Here's the thing. My closet looks like a junkyard and I have to get rid of stuff because I have no other option because my apartment is tiny. And for some reason, I'm having a really hard time throwing away a broken plastic Christmas tree. And I'm getting so annoyed with myself. I've had it for years and it doesn't even stand up or anything anymore. Just get rid of it. Ah, it's so hard. Why? I don't know. I'm like, well, what if I can fix it? What? I can figure it out. I can do it. I'm handy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, if you just walk out, throw it away, donate it or something, yeah. it's done and you can't do anything about it. And then you have to move on with your life. Amber, do you have anything like this in your life where you want to get rid of it? It's in your heart and soul, but you just can't do it. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like those boxes of shoes that were in (laughs) uh, uh, our storage unit, which I was telling you about. It's a storage unit that sits like right outside our apartment. It's just like a little storage area. And a box of shoes in there. And they're like really nice like riding boots, which are popular in Georgia. And you don't really need boots like that here in Sonoma County. So I, I just... I just need I need to part with them because I'm never going to wear them again, but I can't. Right. So I get it. It's hard parting away from things you don't have space for, but you do need to get rid of. I'm very curious what you think about this message from Ricky from Pedal, uh, Sonoma. Excuse me. He said, I've been wanting to digitize my old pictures all the way back from the 80s to today. Then I'll throw the pictures away. It's just taking up too much space. See, where I'm at is that's different. Photos don't take that much space, and they're still cherished memories. If they're from the 80s, they're probably pretty stacked. It's like 40 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. 40 years worth of pictures. And, like, the pictures, the physical pictures themselves, just have a different meaning to me than normal pictures. Like, pictures that are on your phone and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things. He's just like, they're taking up too much space. It's an eyesore, and I'm going to get rid of them, just like your Christmas tree, Tanner. (laughs) All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Today is my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, Keith. My dad's name is Keith. Love Keith. uh, Funny enough, he shares a birthday with Keith Urban. What? Yeah. It's the battle of the Keiths. (laughs) So (laughs) currently in the mail, I've got some uh, station memorabilia for my dad because... My dad has everything he needs already. He is an adult man. If he wants something and needs it, he goes out and buy it. Buys Dang. it. And over the years, I've always gotten him stuff, and he's never used it. Or if I like, get him a T-shirt, he cuts the sleeves off. So like, <laughs> I just can't get him anything. Wait, do you refuse to buy your dad T-shirts because he cuts the sleeves off? Yes. Because I'm like, Dad, that was a nice shirt. Why did yeah. you do that? And he's just like, I don't know. I guess gotta let the guns out. He's gotta like let his pits air out or something. He's never really told me why he does it. I guess it's the style for him in his age. But um, you know, I'll text my stepmom and she'll say the same thing. Well, he has everything he needs. But I'm like, okay, so do I need to try to get him something funny, something fun? Like what what do you like what's a good present for my dad, you think, Tanner? I hate when people say so and so has everything they need because not everyone has everything they need all the time. Uh, one of the few things I know about your dad is that he loves fishing. I yeah. imagine he does have everything that he has, but I think like a funny fish bobber would be so much fun. Like not one that he's actually going to use and stuff like that. But I think they have like joke fish bobbers on Amazon and stuff like that. Hmm. So that just intertwining people's interests and stuff like that, I think are really important for birthdays, even if it's something they don't need. Okay. Something that can at least put a smile on his face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll do something cute with fishing. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to think of it. Uh, but we want to hear from you. Best store, funniest gift you've ever gotten your dad. 636-1467. On the line right now is April from Santa Rosa. 
Well, I wasn't really that old. I was younger than 10, and um, I thought it'd be funny because he's a huge Michigan fan, So, and I didn't know better, so I bought him an Ohio State shirt and said, <laughs> best dad ever, and then it was an Ohio State shirt. He went outside and burned it. Oh! I didn't realize it was like that against his thought process yeah. but yeah learn my lesson not to ever give him anything like that again okay and i cried over it because i was like dad but that's my gift <laughs> all the things all morning oh literally makes me laugh amber and tanner in the morning your music all day it's what i listen to all day foggy 92.9